Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. We have an amazing show, as I just said, with a phenomenal guest. He has a powerful and moving testimony, so I'm super excited to have him in the house tonight. So our guest tonight is Basil O'Connell Jones. He's coming all the way from South Africa with us. So I want to just show you a little bit of his testimony, and then we're going to dive right into our show. So don't go anywhere. I promise you, you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. The head. The bullet went through both sides of my brain. Uh, it went into the top of my head, and it came out of, of the back. And I died. I always told him that. I grew up in Zambia, um, Northern Rhodesia at the time, privileged upbringing. My name is Basil O'Connell Jones. As a young man, I was just adventurous, full of fun. I don't believe I had any uh, desire to go crazy or into the into the things I got into, but. Circumstances took me that way, and it was the early 70s. Drugs were just starting to come onto the market in a big way, and obviously I started to um, experiment, would be the good word, to, uh, with drugs, with LSD, with um, marijuana, of course, drinking, partying, all that kind of thing. And I said to my dad, I'm, I need to go to England. I need to go, to, I, need, I need to go and find myself. And he looked at me like um, I, I was stupid. He said, Dad, what, what are you talking about? You want to find yourself, you know? And, um, but that was, the, 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 that was what, what people were saying in those days. We must find ourselves. Obviously, you know, when I went to England, I didn't find myself because I, was, I took myself with me. Anyway, during that time, I did see the, um, the price of drugs in um, we're fetching in, in in London, and how cheap we're getting them in um, in Zambia. So we started to to run backwards and forwards like that. We sold it to um, some very um, some rock groups actually, and so obviously we we made a lot of money. I was never at peace. Uh, I was always looking for something. I was always chasing something. I was always out there in all the holistic drugs, in all the cocaine, in, in all the rock groups, and all the, the things, and all the, everything that went with it. I, I wasn't happy. And I, I, I just wanted to get out of England, and um, I just said, look, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out of here, guys. When I flew out the country, and um, I arrived back in, in, um, in Africa, in Zimbabwe was, was exactly where the war was starting. And um, I, I decided to join the army. And I joined the, uh, a, an elite unit. It was a commander unit. And um, it got very fit and, and was taught how to, and trained how to, how to kill people, you know. And that had never crossed my mind before. And we were, we were, we were young. We're 18, 19, and 20 years old. It was 1st of February, 1977, and it was, it was raining. It had been raining, and the bush was very thick, and 
while we were walking, we, we'd lost sight with a helicopter that was trying to um, direct us from, 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 from the air. We were ambushed, not, not us, the four of us, but there was another stop group that, that, that got ambushed. So um, I, I, was, I was lying on the ground and, and just waiting for the, for the guys to get ready. And then we said, okay, let's go. And as I stood up to go, I was, I was shot through the head. Um, I never lost consciousness for, for a moment. The pain was too intense. The, the agony was, was unbearable. And I remember thinking, lying, lying on the ground there, and I could taste uh, blood and sand in my mouth. And I, I knew I was dying. And I, and I knew that there was nothing I could do to, to stop or to, to get me out of there. But what I experienced was, was my, my whole spirit came in my body. And I, and I mean my, my arms out of my arms, my body out of my body, my legs out of my legs. And at that moment, it was the most incredible moment because I was instantly released from pain. And I was, I was at peace, perhaps for the first time in my life. I, I, I don't know. And I had not yet entered into eternity because if I had entered into eternity, I would have gone to hell, I know, for sure. I remember I, I was walking and, and, I'm, and I'm aware that I've got legs and I've got arms. And, um, and I'm, I was turned around and I see my body lying on the ground. And as I see my, my, my own body lying on the ground, I've got no say in this matter. I'm back in. And as I re-enter my body, my spirit re-enters my body, all the pain and all the, all the drama and all the suffering comes flooding back. Welcome to Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. We hope that by the end of our show, you're left feeling empowered, motivated, and connected. So come on in the room. Grab your favorite drink. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Because you're finally at home. At Kiever's Place. And welcome back to Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murder Show and Podcast. If you're just joining us, we just played a brief intro of our upcoming guest, Mr. Basil Canel Jones. I'm going to go ahead and bring him to the stage. So without further ado, Mr. Jones, how are you tonight? I'm fine. Thank you, Kiva. Listen, oh my gosh, I just played a brief introduction of just how how you got here just ev everything that has transpired in your life i i want to start by asking you when you watch that what what comes to mind what's your first thoughts i give you know it it, it it takes me back every time but it it was a miracle kiva uh, i shouldn't i shouldn't be alive today that is for sure uh to, to survive a gunshot wound to the head as I did, both hemispheres of my brain, the AK-47 round went through my, my, my skull, my brain. I, I mean, 
So give us a little bit of background. Tell us exactly who Mr. Basil is. <laughs> well, what's that, Kiva? I, I, I really don't know. Uh, I'll tell you now what I, what I am. I, I am... Um, I am a born again Christian. I got I got saved. Um, I guess nearly twenty months after I'd been shot to the head. So I was um, I was hospitalized. Obviously, I was casualty evacuated first of all from from the the ambush. Uh, I was we, we, the helicopter couldn't land where we were. We were where where, my, where the fighting was going on. So the helicopter landed at the base base of the mountain. So I was carried down the mountain. And um, I remember, and I'm, I'm, I lost consciousness at that time because I've got no recollection of that. My next recollection was um, they, they were casualty evacuating me. And I was familiar with casualty evacuation. I, I had done it many times to to various people. And I was aware that I of three things. I knew that I'd been shot. I knew that I was getting casualty evacuated. And I also knew that just prior to this, uh, I was no longer, I wasn't here. And with those three things in my mind, I lost consciousness again. Um, then I was flown to a hospital close to us by helicopter, uh, the doctor, first doctor that came just said, um, put him in the morgue, you know, he's got the death rattle, death rattle, um, his chances of survival are, are so slim and it's really, you know, the, the, the injury is too serious to try and, and be, um, have any kind of hope. Um, at this point in time, um, there's a medic that was there, that was speaking to uh, these doctors, I was still in the helicopter and saying, well, shouldn't we try and stabilize him? And just a young guy of 20 years old. I mean, just that's how, how it was. Um, then the, the helicopter pilot, um, his name was Mike Borlas. Um, he was a real, real um, uh, incredible, pilot and it turns out to be an incredible soldier and um, he he listened to his conversation and he said no I'm, I'm going to take you to to Grand Reef which was the, the, the air base we were and uh, from there I was I don't know what happened I don't know if they, took, they gave me blood or what but from there I was flown to different places and eventually to a hospital in Arari or Salisbury at that time. Oh. There, uh, that's when um, my parents had been notified already that I was I'd been shot, and that it was a serious wound, and it was a headshot wound. My mother is a nurse, and so um, she she spoke to my father and was saying to them to my dad. You know, if it's if it's really, if Basil is not going to envy the same again, I don't know if we should ever, you know, allow the doctor to go ahead. We'll have to work, work it out when we get there. 
and just being very matter of fact, being um, just a medical background kicked in right there. And um, I think my father came to the to the ambulance when I was I brought to the hospital just to, to to help with and meet to see me. And my mother was was with the surgeon, neurosurgeon, looking at the X-rays and um, making a decision on whether to operate or not. And uh, they decided they would operate. They'd, they'd, they'd worked out that that was the motor section, speech section, that were damaged, removed completely. So they were, they were clear that I, would, I wouldn't, wouldn't walk again, I wouldn't talk again. But um, that mentally and emotionally I should be okay. That's still up for debate today. Wow, that is so remarkable. I was reading your book. You have a uh, book titled Amazing Grace. That's right. That's and, right. Yes. And what I noticed, Basil, throughout the book, and I don't know if you realized it at the time, but God was covering you in so many situations. Like you stated, there were certain things in your life that should have taken you out of here. And I'm not going to give away the book. Because you guys, you got to get you a copy of Amazing Grace. This this book is amazing. It's a page turner. Um, yeah. But I did notice that in the book that you went through so many situations. And there was a couple things that made me chuckle. <laughs> but it was just so phenomenal how even through the words on the page, you can see God was covering you. And that's one thing about, you know, our father with us being in those ignorant states, because at the time being young and just vivacious and full of life, we don't always do the smartest things. <laughs> I mean, absolutely not. But it's, right. <laughs> but it's just amazing how just reading the book you can clearly see that god was covering you and there was definitely a reason and a purpose for you being here today i want to yeah. ask you and i know you have told your testimony time and time again but i'm curious to find out what is the what have been the reception of your listeners when they hear your testimony and your experience about dying well you know Everybody is fascinated by the, by the subject because one thing is for sure, we'll all die. That is a given. That is, that is clear. What, what is not sure, not, what is not clear to everybody is that where we go when we die. And that's, uh, that, that, that is up for debate and that's a lifelong story. But um, so for me, I, you know, although I went to... Um, a religious school, a boarding school, as you know, and uh, in Rhodesia at the time, very good school, private school, English boarding school kind of thing. And um, part of that uh, curriculum, you had you had to go to church every single morning before before you even started your day. And so, at the end of boarding school, after five years, I was church to Archiliver, you know, and I, I didn't really think that the um, religion. Uh, that kind of Anglican religion was would 
any ever help anybody, change anybody. And uh, so I, I, I wasn't, I can't say I was put off it, but um, I wasn't interested. I, I will say that. But um, I'm not saying that that to uh, to decry anybody that 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 was at the school and doing their thing, but but you know when you're blind you're blind, and I was spiritually blind at the time. I was in darkness. Uh, I was without God, without hope, and I was living with my own wits. And and as you said uh, earlier on, um, if I if I look back over my life how the Lord has kept his hand upon my life time and time again over, uh, over the times in, in Europe and in, um, in, in the United Kingdom and how the Lord just miraculously just kept me. And, um, and I, 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 I know that. And not only that kept me, but kept me out of jail because I should have been locked up for a long, long time. A lot of my friends were locked up for a long, long time. So, um, so I, I came to a point in my life where I joined the army and um, it wasn't because I was um, fighting a cause, although it was a great cause, but um, I, I, anyway, I, I thought at that time, I mean, when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, I mean, you know, everybody's looking for a cause, any reason to, to, to do what you're doing. And um, so that that wasn't what it was to me. It was just a, an adventure initially. Unfortunately, you know, we were, there was a war going on, a real war, and um, and 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 we were a we we're, were a um, a frontline unit. We're a, we're a specialist unit, a commander unit, special forces, and uh, we're 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 trained to. Um, to go out and, and, and to um, to kill people, yeah. Oh, that we're doing very, very bad things to to a lot of very innocent people. Wow. wow. I didn't know about the politics. I, I mean I was I was young, you know, you don't you don't know you don't, you don't know about the politics and about the other side and what why who's doing what and but so so as a young person at, at 20 years old, at that, at that time I was 20 years old, I was just um, I was just a soldier and um, I was involved in a war with many, many other soldiers, black and white. And um, we were fighting a, a guerrilla type of warfare. So you never saw your enemy. It was maybe like a Vietnam kind of situation where they would come up from anywhere or just spring out of the out of nowhere and run away or just it's it's not easy uh, situation. Wow, you know, Basil, I know that there's a misconception when people here come to Christ. You know, a lot of people feel as if they have to. Um, clean up themselves or, you know, get to the point to where they are done with alcohol and drugs, you know, and they don't realize that if you just give your life over to him, 
he will do the cleaning for you. And they think that you have to be this perfect being in order for um, you to be redeemed. So, <laughs> you know, when people look at, um, I won't say, you know, everybody, but there's a misconception that, you know, oh, God doesn't want anything to do with me. I've done all these things in my life, but they don't realize that that that's you are exactly who God wants to save and to use and to, you know, just um, use you as a testimony to his grace and his goodness because people can relate to you. Is it fair to say that you were definitely one of those individuals according to your book? You you have done drugs, you have, you know, partied, you've um lived a full vibrant life, but still yet God was able to clean you up and save you and use you for his gospel. So what do you say when you get those type of questions that, you know, well, let me um, clean myself up first and then I will go and deal with God later? Well, you know, for me, Kiva, it's, it's very clear in the Bible that, and, um, that by grace we have been saved through faith. And it's not of ourselves, lest any man should boast. Uh, that's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10. But um, so by grace we have been saved, you know, and when, when, he, when, when salvation comes to the heart of any man, any woman, at any age, they, they experience the, the having been taken out of darkness and being translated into light, into the kingdom of God, coming out of the kingdom of Satan, out of darkness, out of sin, out of rebellion, out of in a place where there's no hope, there's no God, to a place where, where you, you experience the, the first thing, forgiveness of sins, You're an acknowledgement of, I'm a sinner, I need to repent of my sin. This is the grace of God that, that comes to us and, and, and shows us that we are sinners. We are not good people trying to get better. We, we, you, you know, it's, 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 not, it's, not a, it's not a soap advert. You're trying to clean yourself up. No. Um, salvation is a miracle of God. And, um, and, and, and many Christians, in inverted commas, I mean, Christians as in, they're not Muslims, they're not Jews, but they are Christian families say that um, that they so they have the kind of understanding. In fact, I would, I would have called myself considered myself a Christian, as in uh, I wasn't Jewish, I wasn't a Muslim or a Hindu, but I was um, I was yeah a Christian. But it's but but I came to realize that that it wasn't what what the term in means because when Jesus speaks about being born again, it is exactly that. It's 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 he, 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 he removes the heart of stone out of the heart of somebody, gives them a heart of flesh, gives them a desire to serve him, gives them the, the ability to repent of their sin, brings them to a place of, of repentance, 
not remorse, repentance, want to turn away from our sin and our sinful nature and our sinful state and um, and just a gratitude that came to my heart uh, that, that that Jesus saved me. And and why he would save me, I've got no idea, Cleaver. And mm-hmm. everybody I've spoken to um, that has been born again and saved by grace has the same testimony. They do not know why the Lord chose them or why the Lord would save them. It wasn't because of anything they'd done, good or bad. But 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 the Bible says, I'll say it again, by grace we are saved through faith. Not of ourselves. It is a gift from God, so that no one, no one, will ever boast about his or her salvation. I love it. I love it. Wow. This I told y'all this was going to be impactful today. I love it. Your book, Amazing Grace. Tell us yeah. about the book and what actually inspired you to uh, write it. You know, uh, Kiva, when I was first shot. Uh, um, I was I'd, I'd just been saved. Uh, I got born again at a at, a, at an army rehabilitation center uh, in the in the mountains, and um, there was a young a, a young medic older than me, but young. I mean, he was probably thirty five at that time. I, uh, I was twenty two, twenty three. I'm not sure, but. Um, I was lost. I was broken. My body was broken. I'd been in hospital for one year, Kiriba. It took me just a year to get onto my feet with, um, and to, it, it was a, the most uh, demoralizing and humiliating experience for me uh, to be so fit and so strong and then to be absolutely at the mercy of everybody, everybody washing me, bathing me, uh, cleansing, cleansing my bowels out, uh, just feeding me. I mean, it's 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 it, it'll break you in half. It'll break anybody in half to to be in hospital for that long, and and yet the 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 strange thing, Kiliva, and I, and I, I I will say this: uh, my mother has never lied to me about medical um, stuff. She's um, she's a very bright woman. She she died. She did now, but she was um, she really was a, an incredible, incredible woman. And um, she always told me medically, if it's going to be sore, it was going to be painful. She never lied to me. And um, and so when I saw her the first time, I saw her. When I came out of the intensive care unit, the first person I saw was my father. He was he was staring at me, looking at down at the bed with at me, and wondering to see if I'm okay, if i where am I, you know. And the the strange strangest thing in the, is this, Cleaver, is I asked my father, where where soldier, um, Guy McKenzie, where was Guy? Now, he had been shot and killed uh, shortly before me. And that was clear to my, in my mind. And, and he said to me, he's dead, my boy. And, and I, I, I knew that. I just wanted to make sure I was, I was I, I had my facts right and everything was, was clear. But clever from that moment, I never spoke another word for about six months. 
because my brain had had, had, had a swelling in the brain and the the and the da the damage of the brain it, it completely uh, I could not speak and when I began to speak as months later with a speech therapist every day and she would just um, I was dyslexic in 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 speaking so I would say please close the curtains and I'd say but I want to say, put the light out or something like that. You know, it was very mixed up. And um, so uh, people just had to get to terms with it. But what I wanted to say was this. My mother, um, she heard a story, complete nonsense, that... that um, there was a, a, a trooper that was there, apparently. He wasn't. But he said to my mother, he said, Mr. O'Connor Jones, your, 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 uh, your son will walk again. He walked to the hospital. He walked to the helicopter. Now, I've told you that exactly what happened. I, I, was, I, was, I was dead and I was half dead. In, I was like, there was no way I'd ever walk to the helicopter. But... But what she did is she chose to believe that story. And so she never told me that story. She just said to me, Basil, you'll walk again. And so when I heard those words from, from her, I just said, well, then that's it. She's never lied to me. I mean, well, why would she lie now? So after one year of, of hydrotherapy, physiotherapy, occupational therapy, you know, whatever, you know, speech therapy, all kinds of therapies, and uh, physio every day, painful stuff, really painful. And I, I was just determined to stand up and walk very slowly initially, because just to take a one step in front of, of another one. But against all, all um, medical science, I'm walking. You know, not not. Not like any human being that's normal. <laughs> I, I, I'm walking very slowly, always with with a, with a, with the aid of a of a of a of a, of a quadruped, and um, because my balance is gone, I'm, I'm both legs were were totally paralysed, and this arm. I always had feeling, of course, because it's a head wound, but um, the message to go from my brain to my legs. And to this arm, it's just, I've really got to think about every step I take, because if I don't, I'm going to fall. You know, but it's still amazing, and you're still blessed. And just reading your story, Basil, just to know how far God has literally delivered you from, and you've literally beaten all of the odds, you know, considering the type of, of uh, wound that you had and you were told that you you wouldn't be able to sit here and talk to me today or let alone walk you know but despite your limitations you were still yeah. able to overcome and that's the message that you know i really want to leave with our viewers is don't look at your circumstances God is yeah. still able to heal. He is still uh, saving. He is still in the in. He's still delivering us, you know. So you are still an overcomer, and you just had that will, and you can just see it 
in your um, book that you were just determined to just push through and prove everybody wrong. Um, how has your life been impacted since giving your life over to Christ? Well, you know, Kiva, you, you said that, you know, um, I had a, I think I had a strong will. I always had a strong will. I mean, but, yeah. uh, and there was a ter- determination in my heart to, to, to walk again because I wanted to, you know, uh, I, 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 I see the, um, the sovereignty of the Lord in, and, and in so, in so mer- mer- many ways. Kiva, is is that after I was shot, I was I was taken to now my parents had a um, an an inn at a um, with 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 about thirty or thirty forty rooms there and people it was beautiful gardens and it was a lovely place beautiful place and a bar and and it was a big uh, hangout for people if everybody wanted to come and have a drink and just have a party and meet a girl or something like that, you know? And um, that's that's what it, what it was. And um, that's what a business that they're in and at that time and it was it was really pumping. And um, so when I when I came to the hospital, I came and went to the stage with my parents at the at this place. And and I, I think that it was the best thing for me, because I was, if I'd gone home and had just been locked in a room, I don't think I would have recovered as I did, because I was forced, you know, when I, when I got there, I, I, I go into the, I was, the dad said, dad, let's come for a drink, you know, and I went in there and then everybody would have engaged me. And I was forced to talk. I was forced to communicate. I was forced to, and I wanted to, but I, but I was very good at it. I wasn't very good at it. And people, we laughed and they joked and they and they would get me uh, all fired up and you know we, we had a lot of fun and there were a lot of teachers were there and they were teaching at, at, at schools and stuff like that and, and they they, were, they took a great interest in me and helped me to 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 read write uh, walk again my my folks had had parallel bars to the back there I had my personal gym instructor and I, I was horse riding somebody had a, some a girl had been a horse and she said the belt would be good for your balance somebody I was getting a massage you know in my in my legs to get blood moving and you know you know so my parents were, were they played an incredible role in 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 my rehabilitation and um and I, they were just being good parents but if I look back at it and I and I because you know, to, 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 to get drunk every day, which I was doing, it was it's not so good for you for you for you for your recovery, but it was so good for me at that time just to be to feel normal mm-hmm. and to be to, to be accepted and, and even though physically and uh, many ways I wasn't whole or completed, but I was I, I was accepted. And um, it was it was a it was a couple of, maybe a few months later, I went up to to this place, the rehabilitation center, and it was there when I when I, when I, somebody spoke to me about Jesus, and and this man spoke to me very clearly, very. He spoke to me from a place of his own conviction, 
of his own salvation, of how the Lord had saved him just recently, and how he he, he was on fire for Jesus. His wife was, was was saved, his kids, and he was speaking to me like this, and and he was witnessing to me, uh, uh, sharing the gospel strongly with me. And so I, I was just this, this cocky kind of guy. So I, I asked her questions. Well, what about drinking? What about smoking? What about girls? What about sex? What about this? What about that? Normal thing. And um, I don't know how he, what he answered. But eventually he just, but he just said, Basil, you try to put everything before the Lord. But that's that's not that, no, it's not an issue. What the the issue is is that you're a sinner. You need to repent of your sin. You need to accept that Jesus Christ died for you, and and that and that he was he 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 paid a price for you for you. And he got up and left me on the table. And um, I, I went to my room that night. I remember. And I, I, I used to wear a, a revolver, a 38 special, wherever I went, because I was fearful. After I shot, I'm surely I was fearful that somebody would take, and, take advantage of me. So um, I carried this weapon wherever I went, but, but now I'm sitting, I'm lying in bed, and I, I started to think about everything that this man had been speaking to me about. And I remember I went back about the day I shot and how it happened, and and I and I started to cry, Kiva. I, I wept from the bottom of my stomach, you know. And uh, it wasn't the first time, but it was a, it was a cry to. And I, I was saying, Jesus, if if you are able to save me, Lord, if you can forgive me from the of the things I've done, because I've done terrible things, Lord. If 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 you are able, Lord, I'm asking you. I'm 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 a mess. I'm physically and emotionally. And probably mentally, I'm, 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 I'm messed up, Lord. Would you please forgive me, Lord? And I, I wept and, and I cried. And I, I don't know how I prayed or what I prayed, but I just asked the Lord to forgive me. It was in the morning, the next morning when I woke up. And, I, and that night I slept like a baby for the first time in many, many months. And um, when I woke up, Kiva, it was incredible. It just... I looked and I, I, I was I felt different. Everything was different. The clouds were different. The sky was different. The flowers were different. Everything was different. And I and I it was and at the peace of God that I'd never had in my life before. I'd I'd, I'd never had peace. I'd never I'd never been a man of peace. I always laughed and joked and goofed around, but I I was always anxious about something. And um, but now I'm sorry, there's a peace in my heart, there's a joy that I can't I can't uh, I can't contain. I've got peace, inexplicable, inexplicable and full of glory that that passes human understanding. And I'm just thinking, wow, uh, I've got a bag of, of of dope in 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 my in my suitcase, and I'm I'm smoking, smoking dope every day. I take that bag, I go to the toilet, I, I do whatever I need to do, and I just emptied my ba that bag of dope down the toilet, you know. Now, what, who, who, who does that? You know, and I, I, and I, I don't, I, I just know that the Lord has, has done a miracle. 
it, and it was only at breakfast time that I found this man I'd spoken to, and I just said, look, you know, geez, I asked Jesus to come to my heart last night, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, something's happened because is, I'm a different guy. And that was the beginning, and that was 44 years ago, Kiva. Wow. Amazing, so, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so this we this guy when when I when I came back from uh, from that place from the rehabilitation center, him and I started a a, a work with drug drug addicts and alcoholics and that kind of stuff. We both had a home and we both sold them and we bought a a, a big place, and we we started to rehabilitate these people. Uh, and it went, it, it ran for about 30 years, maybe more. I was only involved for about a year and a half. But then I just felt I was getting invitations to please go and speak here, speak there, schools, churches, youth groups. And, um, you know, the first time I went to church, Kiva, as a born again Christian, we used to sing hymns every single day. But I'd never understood the the words. Um, the first time I went to church, and and I and I went with this man, and and I, I he he said, "Basil, do you want to come to church on Sunday?" And I, I thought about it. I just said, "Man," <laughs> because my 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 concept of my concept of of church was just high steeple, few people, that kind of thing, you know, and um, and yet. This was in the 70s, there was a great revival happening. And um, and we I walked into a little building and people were just having their hands raised and they were worshiping the Lord. Some were crying. It was incredible. And and these guys were then I, I heard a couple of songs that I sang when when I was um, when I was at school. How great thou art and amazing grace. And wow, that's just that's powerful, <laughs> you know. And but if 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 you if you're unsaved, you can't you don't understand it. It's only when 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 the Lord comes into your heart and saves you, and you're taken out of darkness and you are translated into light, and sudden, suddenly everything becomes new. The Bible says, "If any man is in Christ, is a new creation. Old things pass away; everything becomes new." It's what I experienced. Wow, and you well, are exactly right. Uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, you you are exactly right, and you can't have a true interaction with Christ and be the same individual. No, it's impossible. It's it's impossible for somebody to 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 say that they they meet the Lord, and and are the same person. It's it is impossible. When when you meet Jesus, it your life changes. I'm sorry, it is a, a, a night and day. It, it is a complete miracle. Now I'm not saying that that some people get saved like this, and some, it doesn't matter. But the fruits of salvation are, are are righteousness and peace and joy and a changed life and. And it never stops. I mean, I've, I've been a Christian for 44 years or 45 years. And um, I'm, 
I'm still being conformed into the very image of Jesus. I'm I'm being changed, but but it's a work of the Spirit. It's not it's not me trying to do it, but I want to 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 live a, a right life. I want to live a holy life. I want to please my Lord. I want to serve it. I want to preach the gospel. I'm a preacher, um, as you know, uh, Kiva. Yes. And we were actually going to that next. Tell us about your church, and then I want to hear about your family. Yeah, okay. So so my church, the, the church, when I first got saved, I, I went to Bible school, and um, I met my wife in 1980, 1980, 1980. And it was at a youth group, and she was there, and um, then there was a church camp, and um, it was in South Africa here. And um, I was just there teaching and, I mean, preaching or doing something. Uh, and she was there. And um, I think we fell in love with each other and um, the rest is history. And um, we got married about six months later. I was, in, I was still in, in, in Rhodesia, I was in Bobby then. Now, so uh, she was in Joburg. So I asked her to come and meet my family. And um, so she just, she flew up and met, met my family and she stayed with my, the people that we, that were staying. And uh, we had a wonderful time and we actually got engaged. And then I came down to South Africa and got married. And then we went both to Bible school. And in 81, uh, we went to, to um, we entered the ministry together in 1981 and we're there for 23 years. Uh, we, we have, um, we've been married for 41 years this year. And we've got two incredible children um, and two incredible grandchildren. My, my son is 37 this year. He's a preacher in, in, um, in Sarasota in, uh, in Florida. And, um, and my daughter is, and they're both married. Um, my daughter is is here in Durban with me, with her husband and with a granddaughter. My son has just had a grand a grandson, and he's married to a most wonderful, wonderful girl. And um, I'm I'm truly blessed. Give it to 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 think that that I I was I was meant to be dead, and and I've been married for 41 years. I've got. I've got two incredible children and two grandchildren that are just blowing my mind, and and I'm 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 absolutely blessed. Uh, as far as the church goes, um, I'm still with the same people. Uh, Forty-one years later, that we started with, I mean, forty-two years, forty-three years. I don't know. We've been together. We're still together. All of us. We're still together. We never had a church split. We never. There, there were times when we had, when, 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 you know, the things were, were, were difficult. And, um, but the Lord put a, a man across our paths at, at that time from the island of, of Mauritius. And, and he was an apostolic man. And he, he, had, he, he, caught, he had a gospel that was, was life-changing because he spoke about the, the cross and about dying to self and, and allowing the Lord to... To, to live work in your heart and live through you and some some incredible things but 
but um, this man was such a such a uh, uh, has been such up until now is such a um, an example to to me to 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 the whole team of elders that we are working with and um, and we're a great team and um, I, I, I'll say it to you with, without without um, shame I'm I'm proud of it and uh, not because I know that the Lord Himself has kept us together because it's a it's by it's by grace that, that we are saved that's for sure it's by grace that we are still still st walking the road uh, um, able to 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 work through things today I, I can tell you I've, I've got no issues with anybody that I know of. I've got no unforgiveness in my heart I've, I've, I'm, at, I'm at peace as as I said to speak to you with all men um, my wife and I we, I mean it's wonderful. We've been through difficult times because we, you know, it, it, it can't be easy for her to, to be married to a, um, a disabled man. I mean, she was 22, Kathy, and I was 26 when we got married. And so, <laughs> incredible. That's yeah. amazing. And it's beautiful that you, that God sent you a helpmate. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's so important, you know, and it's God will send you exactly what you need and yeah. who you need. We just yeah, have to exactly. be in a place to exactly. receive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and that's that that is from 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 my, my wife to to all those people around me and to the team of, 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 of elders that are that are that are working with me and are working with me. Um, and and have been have been a great support to me and able to to speak into my life at different times and to to bring correction and to to build me. You know, it's it's, it's amazing. Uh, a Christian life is it's 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 the most incredible thing. You know, it's it's difficult, it's hard, it's tough, but uh, it is it is it is glorious as well. It's so glorious. You know, your story sounds a little similar to my my story. Um, my husband wasn't shot in the head, but he suffered with epilepsy when we uh, met. And when when we met, I was like 18 or 19 years old. So, of course, I really did not quite understand what was going on. It wasn't until we got married. We married right before we actually got married. We married. I was 21. He was 29 and he was having seizures at the time but he hid him from me for a while because he felt as if if i fully knew what he was going through i would have left and i had people telling me oh girl you are crazy you're only 21 years old why you want a sick man but i saw something in him and i knew that he was a great man he was just yeah. going through you know a, a moment where he was sick and it wasn't yeah. until like 20, 20 something years later, God fully healed him. We had to go through things and, you know, endure things, but he's fully delivered. Wonderful. I, right. Wonderful. I, you see, with, uh, for, for Kathy, for, for my wife, um, she fell in love with me, I think, because I, there was so, 
I was so on fire for Jesus. And, and I think that was the biggest attraction for her, was my passion for Jesus. I wasn't just a, a Christian that wanted to, to get married and, and you know, but I, I was going to serve the Lord, I, you know. And um, I, being a head, having a headwind like I, I did, I've had some serious seizures um, over the years and um, not, not for like 20 years. But uh, the first seizure I had was, was and they're all grand mal seizures that I've had. And um, they, they're really scary. They're really, they're really scary. And um, they, most of them are, are because of my own fault, because my medication wasn't taken or I was, I was just drawing too much, you know. I'm talking before I, before I got saved. Um, the one time I was I was I was trusting the Lord to heal me, and I, I was I was really uh, uh, took faith to the to limit, and and I was um, big on this faith movement, you know. And uh, I had a grand mal seizure. Um, I, I was so so broken by by all that whole thing, but in that, the Lord the Lord started to speak to minister and to minister to me. And um, say, so it's you know I realized that it's not whether I'm trying to use my faith, but but God's God's grace upon my life, and 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 God can save anybody, and God can heal anybody of anything, and God has healed me of many many ailments over the years. Uh, we take a whole program just to speak about that, but but in 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 the in what we're talking about right now. Uh, the Lord absolutely uh, showed me that um, this this is not the the, the way to go. This um, this my faith, you know. No, it's 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 all about Jesus, and um, I, I have great faith. I I, I I I can I believe God for anything, and for anyone, for any soul to be saved. Anybody to be healed, for that matter. I, I believe in healing. I believe in miracles. I, I've seen too many. I, I am one of them now. So, of, but I'm not one of the persons anymore. I used to be. That um, God, God is going to heal everybody. Yeah. He will not heal everybody. And and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm I I am how old am I? I am. I'm 67 this year, and um, so you know, the Lord has used me in in my condition for the last 40 something years, and and if the Lord heals me before I go, well, that'll be wonderful. But I know that I'm I'm whole. I've been made whole, and the Lord has used me in in this condition to minister to so so many people that that. That he, it's his plan. Eternity is too is so long, and uh, our, our short stay here on earth. Um, let him have his way in each person, and not try and put everybody in the same box. That's right. That's exactly right. And you just said a key word. Word is that even though because you know a lot of us think healing goes back to us before injury or you know before traumatic. Experience experiences and we may not 
be um, reverted back to that if if okay. that's not his will. But the key okay. is making sure that we are whole. We are whole, you know, spiritually, yes. so that yeah. right. So that's what's important. That's what's important. Um, I just salvation, love you. Salvation is is everything. You know, when when you say it from sin and you say it from the devil and you say it from the demonic forces and you take you take and you, you translate it into this kingdom of light. I mean, I tell people so often in, in the from the pulpit, I, I say, you know, even if even if the only thing you can have grateful say, Lord, I'm saved. Oh, that, that's that's enough. That's right. <laughs> everything else, everything else is a bonus. That's right. Yep. Yep. You 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 are exactly right. You are exactly right. I can sit here and talk to you all day. <laughs> but I know we have to wrap up. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, this, great, it's been great speaking to you, Kiba. Same here. Same here. Let's just let them know how to get in contact with you. Again, if you want to learn more about Mr. Basil O'Connell Jones and get a copy of his book, Amazing Grace, how can they find a copy of this? Is this well, on Amazon? Kiba, no, it's not. I've, I've never, I've never done that. I've never. Um, I know that as there's hundreds of copies are are, are, are flying around. I think I've ha I've, I've printed six thousand books. I'm not. I think so. Um, mm. And no, there's not many left. Um, they, 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 they. I think they are, they are being made available on ebooks. E Soon, there's, there's, there's a website that's being um, put together for that. Uh, there's also a, a movie that's come out uh, that's about to come out called Wasaka. We're going to play that trailer too. I do have that okay. trailer. <laughs> but, um, matter of fact, let us play that trailer. And then uh, you're going to drop your your um, website and all of that good information. So, sure. When the siren went, it meant time to go. Wherever we were, whatever we were doing, we just stopped. We'll be up in the air in less than two minutes. to expect. Yeah, Wasaka. Wasaka. Wasaka, it, Wasaka it, it's a Zambian uh, word. It's from the Chihuahua language. And it means the seeker. The seeker. I love it. Do we have a release date yet for that? Uh, you know, uh, the, the movie is finished. I think somebody wants to come and see me now and do some shooting of now as my wife and my kids and grandkids to okay. see how, how at what they want to finish it like that. So, um, but uh, I, I believe that, that what they want is they're working on a on, on, on likes, so what they want uh, fifty thousand people to, to, to say, oh, we want to hear this, we want to see this, 
and then they'll, 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 that'll, that'll get them going because obviously it's, it's costing money and it's, it's going to cost a lot of money to, to release this program. Gotcha. Gotcha. So basically this is a movie based on your life story and it's independently um, produced what it sounds like, correct? Correct. Um, it's, it's, okay. it's been, yeah, that's right. All right. So basically, so how can we we get behind this and support it? Can they find this on your Facebook page? Yes, you, you can. Right. It was Facebook page, uh, the um, Twitter. I think I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't use these things because they they just yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just too consumed of other stuff. Um, gotcha. But there's got other people doing all the media stuff. I, I'm not. Involved in that. That's why uh, you uh, have a team, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I tell people about Jesus, man. That's all. Well, <laughs> listen, everybody. Definitely, if you wanting to um, get in contact with Basil and learn more about his ministry, his church, the gospel of of Jesus Christ, definitely reach out to him. You can contact them on their website at www.gracegospelchurchsa.org. Again, that's www.gracegospelchurchsa.org. You can also yeah. contact them at www.ctmi.org. I'm going to also give you his Facebook. You can contact him at facebook.com forward slash Jones. You can find him on Facebook and on Twitter at BasilOCG. And I, I actually got the trailer from his Facebook page and also a link. So if you are wanting to learn more about Wasaka, about his movie coming out and i strongly suggest you guys let's go ahead and get behind this like it forward it whatever we need to help to propel the story forward because it's definitely a powerful story it's a wonderful testimony and you know just just a proof that if you are willing to give your life over to christ he can definitely do miraculous things for you you can get a copy of his book or get in contact with him and his team to find out how you can get. And it sounds like you have an ebook available. So, so you can definitely get a copy of his book. This is a wonderful read, you guys. I, I, I loved it. I really did. Um, I'm going to give you an opportunity. I, I have thoroughly enjoyed your company. I'm going to give you an opportunity, Basil, to share any final thoughts that maybe you wanted to share and we didn't cover during this broadcast. But any final words for our viewers today? The floor is yours. So uh, I just want to say that um, if you're listening to to this podcast, whatever it is, um, and um, you've been stirred in your heart in some way and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior personally. Uh, you've heard many things about him, but you've come to a point in your life where you are desperate, you are depressed or lost. Or... I want to ask you to just do one simple thing, to just ask Jesus to come and help you. 
to come to Jesus and repent of your sin, to come and just humble yourself before him and say, Lord, please help me. You know, I don't believe the Lord will ever, ever turn away the heart of somebody that cries out and says, Jesus, please save me. I've, I'm just listening. I'm, I'm desperate. I'm drugged. I'm, I'm, I'm in a relationship that's not right. I'm in sin. I've, I've messed up. I've been broken by my, in my body by what? By, by a car accident, by, by anything. Who, does, who knows? But, but one thing for sure is that the Lord wants to save you and do a miracle in your heart and your life and just call out to his name, call upon his name now and just say, Jesus, please save me. I, I believe God will do a miracle in your heart and your life. Amen. Amen. Beautifully, beautifully said. Mr. Basil O'Connell Jones, thank you so yes. much for joining me today. I have thoroughly enjoyed you. You are welcome back anytime. No, um, yes, this has truly been a blessing. I want to pull, pull you backstage. Don't go anywhere just yet. Okay. Wow. Wasn't this amazing? Oh my gosh, Mr. O'Connell Jones is phenomenal. Again, if you want to get in contact with him, his team, learn more about his church, definitely look them up on um, the website, www.gracegospelchurchsa.org, or you can visit www.ctmi.org. Again, his Facebook, find him at facebook.com forward slash basil.o'connell jones or you can find him on Twitter at Basil OCJ. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. It has been a pleasure as always. <clears throat> Please come back and join us next week, Thursday for in another amazing show with another amazing guest. Uh, if you would like to be a guest on our show, you can definitely reach out to us at tinyurl.com forward slash Kiever's Place Booking. Again, that's tinyurl.com dot com forward slash tiny um excuse me forward slash keyvers place booking so you can definitely uh, reach out to us and book your consultation to be a guest on our show we still have a few spots available for season two and we're also beginning booking for season three so you can definitely find us there so until next time family let's continue to share connect and glow because we understand that growing and linking opportunities to work together builds network and that also builds our network so thank you again so much for watching i love you guys peace and blessings good night the bullet had gone right through my motor section my speech section was, they were just removed completely. They, they're no longer in my head even. The doctor told my mother that I would never, judging by the x-rays, that I'd never walk again, I'd never talk again. Uh, they, they thought also I was blind. I never spoke again for um, many, many weeks, maybe months, I'm not sure. And, and paralyzed, couldn't move any, any of my limbs. This, this one I could just move a little bit and was pulling tubes out of it, my brain and wherever I could get it to help my hands at all. So that Thank you for watching Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch show and podcast. Tune in every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Kiever's Place. To be a guest on our show, text the word guest to 803-368-3030 or visit us at tinyurl.com slash Kiever's Place Booking. And watch us on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire as we're broadcasting in more than 60 million homes worldwide.